Thanks for tuning in to Starting 11 on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we debate and discuss the NFL, the NHL, the English Premier League, pro tennis tours, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon on patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Starting Eleven here on the Let's Get Ready Network. I'm Adelia. That's my buddy Snark. We're here to talk about the week that was in the Premier League. Um, one of us is happier than the other. I think it's fair to say. Fair. Unbelievable. Again. <laughs> Again, yeah. I'm going through this. Yeah. Five managers. Um, yeah. There's there's been a lot happening at Chelsea. I'm sure we'll get into it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Snark, where do you want to start? Well, we'll start with how we always do. You know, I'm gonna, you know, refresh. Take a take a second to refresh. The air going in the nose and out the mouth. I'm relaxed. Okay, let's talk about uh, the first game of the week. Uh, we had Nottingham Forest hosting Sheffield United, and I said the name right. I didn't say you Wednesday. Did. I didn't say. Although I want to say shuffled. Like they say on the broadcast, like shuffle, shuffled. Uh, and Forrest do what they do. Forrest wins at home, guys. This is yeah. how they say it. And this is a team they had to beat. This, these are the teams that you have to beat to stay uh, up. So they did what they had yes. to do. Good for them. They did. Uh, uh, uh how, how am I going to say his name? Awonyi. I like the guy, Awanyi. but I always get Awonyi. Oh, I was pretty close. I think it's Awanyi. Yeah, Awonyi. Uh, Gets the first, um, real good. Yeah, it was a good goal. Um, Gustavo Hammer scores for Sheffield United, and great goal. It's a where? How did he have that much space? Okay, one thing, guys. Uh, Nottingham Forest not known for their defense because yeah. they left this guy all alone. He has like it's like he smelled bad, and they didn't want to get anywhere near him. Um, nice shot, perfectly lobbed, far top corner too. It's like as yeah, he, you can place it when you have that much time. You could have, you could have made himself a nice uh, a cucumber sandwich. That's something they yeah, like. Yeah, one of the one of the better goals this weekend. Yeah, it was really nice. And to, you know, on the first uh, the first game of the week, you know, you're looking forward. Okay, maybe there's going to be a bunch of good goals. Ah, oh, there's a few. Um, they had another chance. I forget. Uh, 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 what was the name of the kid that? Uh, uh, had a chance. I know it goes off of Scott McKenna's head. The kid comes in, runs down, and Matt Turner makes a real good reaching save uh, to keep actually Forrest in it. Matt Turner, yeah. uh, actually, he looked, I thought he looked pretty good. American goaltender, Matt Turner, one of your favorites. I like Matt Turner a lot. I wish him <laughs> well at Forrest. Um, I think he I think he did pretty well in this game. It was Benny Traore, another Traore that had yeah. the chance. Uh, but uh, late, and this is tied late, and it's Chris Wood who had just come on, uh, another great header. And both of these are done by crosses from Serge Aurier, and they're pinpoint. They're as good as you can ask for in the Premier League. I think he did a really good job, Serge Aurier. Two big assists. Uh, they get three points to Nottingham. Uh, Brennan Johnson, uh, I like mentioning him. I, I like the player. He played very well. You see his speed. I mm -hmm. think he found players and, you know, he wasn't lagging and stuff like that. He did what he had to do is getting up to pitch. Do you think Brennan Johnson is a 50 million pound player? No. No. No, but uh, with the prices that some of these players have gone for in this window, I can totally see them. I, I totally understand why they're trying to get, you know, that much for him. I love my club. I love it. I'll follow them yeah. down if we get all the way down into nothing. Fifth division. I'll still follow them. I'll find a way. Doesn't matter. We have spent close to a billion dollars in the last three windows. 
A billion. Yeah. I think it was at 949, uh, 946 million. So today, got another guy for another, well, $18 million. So, uh, so it's, I think that's like 13 million euros or something like that. So like 11 million pounds or so. Not as much, but we'll talk about that when we get to uh, the moment of the show where there's a possibility I get upset. Some people. I'm Maybe. hoping. I'm hoping to keep it together. Uh, but we finished our first match. Uh, yeah, a, a good result for Forest and, and good for them. These are the games they have to win. Sheffield United, we've always said, you know, they're there, they're there for the money. So good for them. They, yeah. they won their lottery. So good. Yeah, good for them. Maybe we should have Justin remind everyone watching about our Patreon. Absolutely. Hey guys, it's Justin, aka Hambone. Just here to let you know a couple of things that we have going on with the channel. One, we have a Patreon. If you can and want to support us, you can do that. A little as a dollar, you can join the Discord. We also have a merch store where you can get some cool shirts, mugs, and stuff with all of our different shows and labels on there. And thank you for all of our supporters that have already been there with us. That's patreon.com slash LGR underscore network if you're interested in helping. Thanks, Justin, uh, or Hambone. Okay, let's keep going. Into the Saturday matches. Now, I like what they did with the Saturday matches. I like that they scrapped having their early match, which is like their noon match, I guess. In yeah. favor of, of I was very happy there was not a match at 6.30 in the morning. Crazy. Yeah, have a night match. It was fun. Uh, yeah. Got home. We got to watch it 2 o'clock in the afternoon where we are. So, yeah, it, uh -huh. yeah. It's if you want to grow the game in North America, this is how you do it. It's too early. It's too early that first game. Of course, if you're not watching by the eleven o'clock game, then I don't know who you're going to bag. But we move to Fulham and Brentford. As I guess it's the Fulham, more of the Fulham we expected, but uh, the big news did drop this week, and Alexander Mitrovic has signed with Al Hilal, joining yep. a. Uh, a good buddy of mine and Gal Conte. They didn't release the money that was sent over, but I guess people scrounged around and figured out. I guess it's for about fifty million pounds, which was considering the money and that he had three years left on his contract. Yeah. And and the goals he scores for them and it's how, such an important part of the team. A little low. Is that what you think they? If he, and he, I guess he was pushing for the move. He, he was really pushing for the move. They kept saying, like, we didn't want to make the move. He kept pushing for it or whatever. Yeah. Well, you're 50 million? Not right. Whatever. Yeah, I don't understand some of these prices this window, whether they're too low or too high. Well, uh, anyways, uh, see ya, Mitrovic. Uh, keep your hands off the damn refs. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Okay, I made it past the five minutes before I said that isn't really a swear word. No, it's not a swear no, word. I, I was I was good. Uh yeah, Mitrovic. Uh yeah, he never should have came back. Uh okay, so it's gonna start off and it's uh Visa scoring a goal with an absolute brain fart from Issa Diab. Lissa from Issa. And he just comes around. Bert Leno scores an easy goal. Uh the, I, before I go on, before we go on, what did you think of Brentford's kit? It's not great. It's like a a navy with purple striped in and foam green shorts and trim. It's really not great. It looked like an 80s nightmare I once had. It looked like, uh, yeah, it looked like a dog ate uh, Don Johnson's wardrobe in 1985 and got sick on the carpet. Terrible. Yeah. Awful. Uh, but after that, uh, uh, as it gets taken down in the box, and who do they call? Who do they call on to go to the spot? But my buddy, my favorite <laughs> name to say, Brian Mbumo, and he does that uh, one kind of step, big sweeping leg thing, and in the the guys were on the broadcast were talking about how it's a lot like uh, uh, Ivan Tony's, and I disagree. Ivan Tony is barely takes a step or shoots. This is a yeah. very like it's it's a Jorginho step. That's Jorginho's mm -hmm. run up, um, and then 
getting towards the end of extra time. It's a nice play by Christopher Iyer getting the ball out in front. Of course, they were down at 10 men at this time. Um, someone got a second booking there. And uh, yeah, he taps it in easily for the third goal. Now, this is how Fulham is going to look, I think, for the rest of the year. They had nothing. Like offensively, I think they had, I think early on, they had a, show, a shot go off a crossbar. Now it's as good as an attempt as they had. I think they had two shots on target the entire game, but there's really there's really nothing to Fulham's attack, and they're going to be easily brought down. Uh, I enjoy it. I, I, hate, <laughs> I hate those guys. I hate them. And if I can't be happy, at least Fulham can't be happy. I'm, that's what I'm going to have to live with, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> moving on. How much I, of I wanted to say uh, Wissa and uh, Mbumo are doing a great job of making a case for why Ivan Tony does not need to come back to Frankfurt. I don't think he will be. I think he has yeah. to come back. He has to come back for training and get him up to speed. Uh, that's going to happen in November, but I think come January first, somebody's going to be looking for him. It's probably somebody who wears blue. It's, uh, just all right. I'll talk. I'm gonna talk about it later. I'm gonna talk about it later. I keep having these thoughts in my head, and they're not good. Um, how much of the Liverpool Bournemouth match did you watch? I watched a good chunk of this match. Um, I saw the the pretty much all of it. Um, there were some interesting calls in this match. We had the, the penalty call. Um, yeah. That I'm not sure was a penalty. <laughs> um, no. We had the red card for Alexis McAllister. That is that a red card anymore? Like there was a big debate about that. It was soft. It was soft. Yeah. There's some soft calls. Uh, if you missed the first uh, uh, 15 minutes or so, you missed the best uh, football Bournemouth has played uh, all year and probably yeah. will play all year. Bournemouth uh, was really good. Liverpool were awful for the first 10, 15 minutes. Slow out of the gate. I think that's fair to say they were slow out of the gate. They were. Uh, Still, uh, still resting, I guess. But uh, yeah, Jaden Anthony had that real good chance to score, and he is barely offside. And a real nice pass to get him, get the ball up to him. Uh -huh. uh, but you know, a Liverpool defender played it. That's what kind of drives me nuts. It's played, shouldn't that? Yeah, and then they they said that's not a deliberate action or something like. He put his foot up. Over yeah, his head like I, I don't understand what that was. Like that was dumb. Yeah, it's uh, not just us. It's not just us that uh, doesn't understand uh, the rules of football. I believe it's the officials as well, which is uh, uh, worrying, I think, at best. But it was only two minutes later, and there's a bit of a scramble out in front. Uh, and then Antonio, uh, 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 sorry, Antoine Semenyo gathered the ball and absolutely hammers it through a couple legs into Fabulous the net. Strike. Yeah, and, you know... You could see the defenders getting angry at themselves. I think it was a bad, it was a bad clearance by Virgil Van Dyke, and it kind of goes off uh, uh, Alexander Arnold or whatever, who was just kind of standing there, and it goes off him heavy, and that's what kind of starts off the play and stuff like that. So I think uh, that, as soon as that goal was scored, that was it. They kind of, uh, they kind of woke up. Nice backflip by uh, Semenyo as well, though. On the uh, yes. on the uh, celebration, you should always. Uh, you should always acknowledge uh, when somebody does something pretty cool. Um, but speaking of uncool, uh, Liverpool takes over, like I said. Uh, I believe it's the 26-minute mark and another terrific goal. It's Luis Diaz this time getting the ball up from his knee and then the bicycle kick into the into the side of the net or yeah, into the net. Cool. Yeah. Uh, eight minutes later is when the first penalty thing happens and it's Dominic Shabasala who's in the corner. He gets uh, 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 Joe Rothwell's on him. Joe Rothwell steps. Shabasala like doesn't touch him, doesn't touch him. He jumps three feet in the air and yeah. then onto his stomach and immediately starts looking around. The ref automatically, put, he never hesitated. That's a penalty. No, he never That's... hesitated. What? VAR's handcuffed. VAR's handcuffed. They can't. They can't say no because it has to be a clear and obvious 
uh, saying yeah. from where he's standing or whatever. As how can that be clear and obvious? One of the worst. One of the worst. And if uh, you know, we have people uh, complaining uh, this week about penalties. Uh, our buddy Bruno uh, complaining okay. about penalties again. But uh, that was that was an awful awful call. And uh, this is just more uh, more of what we're getting here in English football. They have all these refs around and all these refs in the sky and just they can't make the right call just make the right call like i i don't understand yeah. this point. like who cares if you hurt the ref's feelings it's what you are guys are there for just make the right call they were, they were saying on the nbc broadcast that um they're trying to make sure that it doesn't come across as though they are trying to ref the the game from the VAR booth, but when you have a mistake as obvious as this one, you need to ref the game from the VAR booth and say, no, that's not a penalty. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's not great. Anyways, Sala steps up and his penalty is stopped. Yeah. Uh, but the rebounds there and he puts in the rebound. The Bournemouth <laughs> players did not follow that in at all. They, I There's think they no... were just impressed with the save. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, we saw the play, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Not smart. Yeah, not smart. And then it was uh, Alexis McAllister. Uh, yeah, those, the spikes were up, I guess. Like, yeah, he led with his studs, which yeah. is probably going to keep them from overturning or reducing his suspension. Yeah. But, uh, he's gone. Yeah. They're not going to bring him back. But uh, luckily, uh, like, it's not just Chelsea that signs guys. They got guys too. So don't worry about Liverpool. Uh, Diogo Jota uh, gets a, another one off a deflection that comes to him. And then to Nat, uh, you know, Nat should have held on to the ball. It was kind of bouncing in front of him. He gets his hand to it, but not yeah. strong enough. It just rolls out. Diego Jota scores three for Liverpool. Uh, so uh, they. I don't. I don't think they played well against Chelsea. They played fine. They. I don't know if they played well here. This is AFC Bournemouth. No, I don't think they played very well here either. I mean, like you said, it was Bournemouth. Um, I think the start of the game was very telling. They were not mm. ready for this game to start. And yeah. it'd be interesting to see. They just uh, signed the Japanese captain Endo. We'll see what he brings to Liverpool, <laughs> but who knows. I don't know what to get, make of them yet. Yeah, they kept trying to get a couple of guys that uh, Chelsea had targeted. They tried to do the swooping on Caicedo. Talk about mm -hmm. him. And, uh, yeah, and then uh, maybe they saved themselves $125 million by doing it. But uh, this Endo guy, I guess, is, uh, um, is uh, he was a captain in, in Germany, but Really, I'd never heard. I'd never really heard of him before. I guess aside from the World Cup and stuff like that. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I like supposedly he's a real treasure, and there's they were surprised that the, he was allowed to go and stuff like that. So we'll see if, what he can do for yeah Liverpool. We'll see. Like they need any. Their midfield's a mess. So, but not the worst midfield. Not the worst midfield in we'll the league by far. But their midfield was kind of a mess. We'll get to we'll get to the worst. Guess who, guys? Guess. I bet you can figure it out. Not Chelsea. All right, uh, let's go to Wolverhampton Wanderers taking on Brighton. Uh, again, not close. The this fight. Close. The fight the Wolves had against United, uh, I guess, was uh, depleted. Because they did uh, nothing uh, this week. Uh, somebody who did do something was Matoma. Uh, Fabulous goal from Matoma. Fantastic. Like Brighton just gets it. They just get how to play football. And they're so strong attacking. They know when to hold on to the ball. Just smart, smart players. Um, Estupignon gets one. I like saying that name as well. Estupignon. Uh, who else scored? Oh, uh, 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 Solly March. March, Solly March again, one of my favorite names, uh, in English football. Uh, nice pass by Enciso, uh, to yeah. get it to him. Was good. He's good and so young. It's like, goddamn, uh, yeah. And then, uh, it's a uh, Enciso and March again for the uh, fourth goal, and that's three goals 
in nine minutes to start the second half for Brighton, uh, who just took him took him back behind the woodshed, gave him a real clattering. Uh, Huang will score a header for uh, for Wolves, so at least they get on the board. Uh, but yeah, Matthews Nunez also sent off in this one late. Um, for being an idiot. Yeah, he's. Come on, like it, it's you know you're five minutes into extra time and you're down three goals. Like, just take the loss. And you're already <laughs> on a yellow card. Like, what are you doing? Well, that should have been on his manager too. You should just pull him. Yeah. But yeah, these guys really uh, have nothing. I I will say I think the Wolves' performance last week against Man United um, looks better after seeing what Man United did um, against Tottenham then it actually reflects how good Wolves actually are. Yeah. Because we're going to talk about that right now. We're going to talk right now about that. Uh, Spurs 2, United nothing. Uh, Yeah, the Spurs do look good. I am not pleased. Spurs look better than they did last year, which is saying something, considering they lost the guy that scored them 30 goals last year. All the offense went to one person. Yeah. It wasn't even like the year before with Son and stuff like that. Like, yeah, everything went to one person. Um, United had a good first 20 minutes, and the rest, they just kind of stood around and watched everybody pass through him in the midfield. Yeah, uh, Eric Ten Hag was apparently very pleased with United's first half. I saw in an interview on NBC after the game, and he said um, the only thing they didn't do in the first half was score goals. And I was like, I can think of a few things you didn't do in the first no. half. Uh, yeah, I thought when uh, Poro and Sar both hit the uh, both hit the crossbar there within seconds of each other, I thought, oh, yeah. we're gonna get a scoreless draw. Uh, nope. Second half starts and it's uh, it's Sar, Matar Sar. Uh, a deflection goes off of Leandro Martinez. It falls to him. Scores the first Spurs goal. Um, now the the Spurs goalie, I have to make a couple of stops. He's been Fine too, and I, I'm not pleased with this. I'm not sure where they picked up uh, uh, what's his name, Vicario. Yeah, yeah, he's he's looked good. Uh, you know, it looked good on the field. The face, though, does that look good? I don't know. He's kind of a funny looking guy. It's kind of a funny looking guy. The second goal, can <laughs> what? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Perisic gets it barely to Ben Davies, who barely touches it. And like Onana and everyone just watches it go in. It's like that. Uh, it's like that. Well, scene we know Sandro Martinez. Oh yeah, it goes enough. But everyone's just kind of watching. It's so slow. I thought it was like. Yeah. Um, I thought it was like the uh, Austin Powers thing or whatever when the guy's going no, and he's feet and feet and feet and yeah. feet away. Like, no. Yeah. Uh, terrible. Let's talk about the midfield for Manchester United football. Club. Oh my God, they're awful. Uh, they have that, no midfield. Yeah. Mason, you know, you didn't have to leave. You decided you're the one who caused all this. We were protecting you. You were protected at Chelsea. You were one of ours. You grew up in the system. Your dad has this great idea because, oh, look at the look at this locker room. We're finally home, pal. Yeah. You guys stink. And Mason Mount, you're basically the root cause of this because you have done nothing. You're watching the play. It's too fast for you. You can't complete any passes. Mind you, I'm loving this. I love it. I love seeing United yeah. mess. I love it. And the fact that Me it's too. him, the the catalyst of this maybe, is Mason Mount. Yeah, Mason Mount's been atrocious. Casemiro's been atrocious. Terrible. They've been awful. They've all been awful. Casemiro's and, too and- old. Yeah, and like Eric Ten Hag seems to think the only thing they're missing is is uh, to have Rasmus Hoyland come in and score them some goals. No, they're missing a lot. They're missing a lot. Uh, Rashford hasn't looked the same. Uh, he had the one chance uh, header or whatever to go well over the bar. Um, yeah, they look an awful mess. But we said the exact damn thing last year. Yeah, we year. did say the same thing last year. It, last year they had a Cristiano Ronaldo problem that they can't solve with just sending him away like they did last year. Yep. So who knows what's going to happen. Um, Onana has looked kind of shaky. 
in net. Do, do you think any of the criticism for the tackle last week got to him? I don't know. We're going to talk it about should have been a penalty last week. We're going to talk we, about something coming up soon or whatever that kind of rivals it, but it was called correctly. Uh, yeah, he, it's an awful call. Uh, all those uh, refs involved, the three on the pitch and the, uh, the one up in the booth or whatever for VAR, all not selected this week. I yeah. don't know. I don't know if that's a, a punishment or if it's just a way that the, the PMG are saying, uh, guys, we're just going to take a breather for this week. Just let everything cool down and then we'll put you back at it. So uh, they okay. usually they usually don't dismiss any of these people. They have to dismiss themselves through embarrassment. So we'll see what happens. Not okay. We're gonna move on. We're gonna try and not do an hour again because uh, this isn't an hour show. Uh, despite what the other shows have been like this season, this isn't an hour show. Uh, let's move on to maybe the most disappointing match of the week. And Manchester City, the champs, taking on Newcastle at home. Uh, I thought this yeah. could. I thought this should have been a classic. I thought uh, Newcastle before they start all their uh, their uh, tournaments and stuff like that, still uh, uh, building something. You know, they look good. Look real good last week in destroying Villa. Uh, they, get did. A, they get a chance at City. One nil. Yeah. I mean, Newcastle haven't won at City since 2000, I think I read. Hmm. So I wasn't actually expecting them to go there and win, but I thought the game would be better than it was. Um, Phil Foden had a phenomenal game for City. He was very good. Uh, Alvarez had a great goal. Uh, Holland had a couple of chances but didn't bury him, and that was about it. Yeah, the only notes I had about him was that uh, it looked like he had some trouble staying on side. He wasn't played on side, but he had trouble staying on side. He had to keep coming back all the time. He'd he'd break through the play or whatever, and then have to come back. And then some awfully weak shots, and like just he just didn't have angles right and stuff like that. It turns out it didn't matter. They were fine. Yeah. Uh, Newcastle just didn't pressure at all. No, like, I don't. I don't know what they were doing. They they didn't expect them to make mistakes or stuff like that. So it was like, guys, we'll just wait, wait, wait. Obviously they're going to make a mistake somehow. And we're going to get up the, the pitch and score. Uh, uh, Rash had the one chance and he absolutely flubbed it. Uh, I don't know yep. if it going off the side of his foot or whatever, but uh, yeah, or, or he shinned it. Uh, yeah. Terrible, a terrible shot. Uh, uh, the Julian, uh, yeah, the Julian Alvarez goal was nice. Mm -hmm. From the top of the box, just found a spot. Uh, put it on target, and that's all you can ask for. And uh, yeah, it was a it was a boring game. It was a boring yeah. match. I'm just thinking of Phil Foden. Just to think, he's in because Kevin De Bruyne is out. Like you know, unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah. They just have talent stacked, stacked. City's 17th straight win at home, apparently. Well, they're a bunch of show offs. Yeah. Yeah, a bunch of braggers. They had the big uh, treble winners banner on the pitch before the game and everything and whatever. Yeah, I know a team that used to win all the time at home too. Now look at them. Anyways, uh, let's move on. And we mentioned how Villa got their asses kicked last week. Well, uh, the schedule makers, you know, felt bad. So they gave him Everton <laughs> this week. And, yeah. Uh, oh, man. Everton. Everton. Okay. Uh, John McGinn gets the first goal. Nice little flick. I like those little flicks where it kind of looks like it's by like, Oh, wait. I got this back foot here. Flick on. It's in the net. And then this is what I was talking about before, uh, where unlike Onana, that uh, Jordan Pickford decides to run out and almost Superman punch uh, his way to the ball. Incredibly... Well, Thing. Incredibly late, takes his man down. Uh, yeah, I, I guess he was thinking, oh, Nana could get away with it. Why can't I get away with it? It's like, well, Onana plays for Manchester United, and they don't like uh, they don't like when bad things happen to United. They were a cash cow for a long time. Anyways, uh, it's Douglas Luis that goes up and converts. Uh, Leon Bailey, who played really well. Uh, mm -hmm. guess the third goes five hole, nice little 
hockey reference. Five hole on Pickford. Uh, what else happened? Uh, um, oh yeah, oh yeah, Ashley, was... Ashley Young. Oh has the God, ball, has, it's a throw-in. So I don't know if he was looking for uh, a Michael Keane or or what, but just threw it into a spot where there was nobody, nobody but John Duran. Who had never scored a goal for Villa before and had been on the pitch for 47 seconds. Yeah, not even one minute. And uh, there you go, a fourth goal. So that goal differential wiped up. So good for them. It took them one week to uh, get back to zero. Yeah. Everton can't score. Everton can't uh, not give up. Everton lost Dominic Calvert Lewin to injury again in this game. Yeah. Uh, they're in trouble. They're in trouble. They're like, in a lot of it's, trouble. It's, it's gonna, it's gonna be another fascinating reach, uh, race to the bottom this year. Uh, how long does Sean Dyche last at Everton if this stays this way? How long did Frankie get? Do He's I got a couple of months? I think. Yeah. Like, does he get another window? Does he get a January window? I guess it's gonna depend on where they are. Like, they're not gonna yeah. be alone at the bottom. They're not going to no. be alone at the bottom. So it could be that thing. And their use, I think, they're, you know, in a way, they might be comfortable in this position. It's been a couple of years. They're just there. They're there all the time. They just, they're just comfortable. It's like teams that uh, uh, let the other teams have possession and stuff. Like they're comfortable with everybody else having the ball and then they just do what they have to do at the end or whatever. So, yeah, we'll see about, uh, we'll see about Everton. Uh, yeah, and they got good players. Like they got people that can score. It's just, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. It's you know, you can't say it's just the manager because they don't look much different now than they did under uh, Frankie. Under Frank. No, they don't. Yeah, they looked better when uh, some Sam Dyche took over last year. So maybe that's just a thing. Maybe they do this every year. They get a new guy in just to push them. They get enough points to not get relegated, and that'll be it. <sighs> All right, time. Snark, time to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to. Okay. West Ham 3, Chelsea Football Club uh, 1. Now, I will say this. Chelsea was the better team. Uh, the score absolutely does not reflect it. Uh, but, you know, I thought they had, for the most part, had controlled the ball well. Um, you know, it's Chelsea's thing, like and how the uh, how the game gets started. Two look back to back corners. First one gave Chelsea a lot of trouble. Clear it. Second one, and with new signing, and guy I kept mentioning that you know he'd be pretty good on your team. James Ward Prowse goes uh-huh. and finds a. Uh, 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 Agard. Is that his name? Aguard? Aguard? I can't remember. Aguard? Something yeah, like that. Yeah, something strange. Uh, he's been, he uh, is uh, all over this game, it seems, at least until like the 67th minute or so. Um, and he just, he beats Connor Gallagher like a, like a rented mule. Like, like, yeah. Connor, just, Connor Gallagher, he's not even him. watching. He isn't watching the play. He's kind of watching him. He's kind of, he trying doesn't to even jump. Him. It's awful. And he's so small. Like, you have to do something. Like, get in front of him. Like, what are you doing? There's nothing. He's just kind of standing beside. Like, Connor, this is why they're going to sell you, pal. This is why you're going to sell you. Yeah. Like, you have you have lots of competing you, and that's great. You cannot defend in the box, and it's part of the job. You have to take a man. Everyone has to take a man. Unless they get, you know, they're not going to be, you're not going to be the one to go out to the corner just in case they're going to pass off. That's not you. So, you have to do something. You have to get in the way. And you just aren't, it wasn't in the way. So anyways, they score. Great. Uh, but they score and Chelsea really takes over. And it's Carney Chikomeka who gets the goal. Real nice shot. Was a nice shot. Yeah. Minutes later, injures his goddamn knee and he's yep. gone. So... Uh, and let's see, was it the last game of, uh, of, uh, um, of the spring training in America, uh, and Cuckoo injures his knee after the first game, Reese James 
injured Sisney. And now we got Carney Chukameka injuring his knee. How bad is it? Have you heard? Because I haven't. No, they, they, uh, I believe they went to the, they had Sunday off. They went to the pitch today, but I haven't heard anything. So, uh, it may be a thing where it, it, it'll. The game was on Sunday. Sorry. They yeah, sorry. Yeah, so, yeah, yes. So, so yeah, sorry. They had today off, so we're gonna see what the doctors think tomorrow. We'll see. Uh, the way he went off, not being able to touch the ground. Yeah, that's never a good sign. It's probably he's probably not back next week. And I would so, say probably not. Yeah, and just okay. Well. You know what? Uh, yeah, I was going to talk about the uh, the Nicholas Jackson uh, when he got brought down. Them saying it's offside. I didn't think it was offside at all. Uh, but whatever. Uh, it turns out probably wouldn't have gone in anyways. But we're going to talk about that as well in a second. Um, so they bring in Mudrick. And for Chukameka, is he just too fast? Like, does he, like... He like they can't get him the ball, and when he has it, he can't do anything with it. Uh, is, is there too much pressure on this kid? Like he had, he was signed for he was signed for a lot, but everybody on this team was signed for a lot. Yeah. Now I, I'm starting to see why his he wasn't a starter. Like I was surprised. I thought for sure this kid is a starter for the Chelsea Football Club. Uh, Chukameka uh, hardly even played uh, in the run-up to the season. He gets the call last week. He was fine. Gets the call this week, and he was very good, and then injured. So uh, here comes in Mudrick. Um, there's I perfectly feel like Arsenal dodged a bullet with Mudrick. How dare you? Uh, and, but you're absolutely right. Uh, I, think, I think you may be uh, uh, right about that. I just, yeah, I just don't get it. Um, he should be looking for goal all the time. I think everybody on this team has gotten too friendly about trying to get somebody a goal and not being hard-nosed enough to just try and get goal. And then Nicholas Jackson, who gets it, is just having no luck. He has yeah. no luck right now. But it was the same with the King. The King, like, it took him a while to get a goal. I think it was a, uh, against Arsenal. He finally had a goal go in off his knee or something like that, or off his hip and in, and that's what started him. So mm -hmm. we'll see. He just needs to get a goal. Nicholas Jackson is going to be good. He's going to be real good, especially for the price we pay for. I think he's going to be really good. And if we get in cuckoo back in the, in January or whatever, then yeah, I think there'll be a great team up. That's a long way away waiting for Christopher and cuckoo. Yeah. And, and, I just don't know how we're going to get goals. Like, do we look for Vuvich? Like, there's no there's no experience up front. Like, who's the most experienced? Raheem Sterling? Is that who he won? Who, by the way, was very good, I thought. I thought he was good. Yeah, but... I thought, like, finding space and getting to it was great. But that final pass was awful. Yeah. Behind people, off of legs. Yeah, just... He can get to the spots, like he, and just when he wants to go fast, he can go fast, and he can draw penalties. Suchik takes him down. So, I think we witnessed history. I think we witnessed. Okay. I think we saw the only time Enzo Fernandez will ever take a goddamn penalty in the British Premier League. That was not great, at all. That was terrible. The yeah. the the run up, the hand up, and that like, and he's just going like the guy knows he's going like just shoot so I can stop it. Like he was there before the ball. Like yeah, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, they said on uh, our broadcast as well that the West Ham goalkeeper had never saved a penalty in the Premier League before. Oh, I'm so happy for him. Yeah. No, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, did he take it because people thought like I heard like some people saying like they thought they uh, they like they gave it to Enzo because they thought it was time that he scored. It's like just get the guy who can score. Now, yeah. do you give it to Jackson there? He hasn't even shown. He hasn't shown much. I don't know. Like, but who takes like? Yeah, I who don't takes know the penalty. Yeah, I don't know who taking who's taking penalties right now. Yeah. It would have been it would have been in Cuckoo. 
I don't know who's taking it for him. So uh, maybe that's something they can work on in practice this week. Who's going to take a goddamn penalty? Who has the confidence to take a penalty? And I hate that stutter start. I hate it. It drives me nuts. Uh, I, I don't know if it's just to bring somebody off the line, which it looks like he did go off the line. If you look. But he did keep one foot behind it, so it's it's fine. Uh, I wasn't uh, going to cry about it. I was going to cry about uh, Michael Antonio. Where was the where was the defensive spacing in this? He just finds nobody there, and his Desassi or whatever behind him running to him. But then he shoots from well out and beats Sanchez. It's, that's a ball you have to get to. He thought that, he was offside too. Yeah, Antonio. Yeah. That's but why he did the smart thing very much. He did the smart thing and kept you, you go till you hear a whistle. So yeah. he was smart. I don't know if uh, I don't know if the two Chelsea gentlemen were all that smart. I think they may have uh, given up a little bit on it. I was unimpressed with Robert Sanchez, and this guy is our number one now because Kepa is in Spain, like he always wanted to for some reason. Uh, anyways. Yeah. Uh, they score another on another. Look, okay, let's talk about uh, Moises Caicedo. So he comes on. Moises Caicedo rivaled Jao Felix with the most auspicious debut for Chelsea in the past year. He just didn't get sent off in the process. Yeah, Felix got the straight red. Uh, But he looked positive. At least Felix looked positive when he was out there. Caicedo looked like a guy who never played. He hasn't played since last year. And he hasn't. He didn't play in any of the uh, in the Brighton uh, uh, preseason games because he wanted the move, so he didn't play. Yeah. Uh, and he looked it. Uh, I am shocked that he was actually put in. I don't think he's at game speed at all. Uh, bad play or whatever, taking his man down. Was it Emerson taking Emerson down? And then of all people to take the penalty, Paqueta. I bet. Oh yeah. <laughs> I bet he didn't think he'd be uh, getting a chance to score a goal in extra time, but I bet he bet, if you know what I mean. I know uh, exactly what you mean. Yeah. Uh, I think this was not a good match for Poch. Plus, we're playing a back three. When we look good in, in the run-up or here at the uh, at all the uh, – uh, I keep calling it spring training games, but like the, the training matches ahead in, in the U.S., uh, we're, yeah, we were playing a back four. All of a sudden, we change everything. And now that we, but now that we have the three midfielders that we want, do we change again? Are we going to just keep changing shape? Like it wasn't a great game for uh, Colwell. Uh, uh, Malo Gusto came on for Reese James. I thought he looked good um, when he came on for him in the second half last week. This week. Uh, I I don't think he should like they're they're using him far too up. I think I think they need to bring him back. So we're gonna see we're gonna see what happens. But Poch has a lot a lot to look at with this club and think I, I I've made a, a very poor decision. Now, luckily, luckily, we get Luton Town on Friday. Um, unluckily, they're well rested and all they've been doing is watching us uh, make fools of ourselves. So they, if they're if they are a professional club, they're going to give us a run because uh, we stunk. We yeah. absolutely stunk. Uh, I still think you guys should be able to take care of Luton. It's <laughs> massive alarm bells if you don't. It's huge alarm bells. Uh, but there's nothing. What are we going to change? We're going to change the owners. Can't. We're gonna change yeah. the players. We can't change any more players. We can't. We have to get like it's just a yeah. Like you can't just sign everybody. He wants to sign just everybody. Now I guess because maybe in like a year or something, if this works, if this team works, we're not buying players for years. So our money is gonna drop significantly because it's already paid for seven and eight year contracts. Uh we got rid, finally, of Hakim Ziyech this week. Uh, he's uh, off to, uh, is it Galatasaray, I think? He's off to Turkey. Galatasaray, yeah. Yeah, is that how you say I have to say Galatasaray. It's Galatasaray. Yeah, Drogba even played there, and I can't get it right. Uh, and then we signed a new keeper, the uh, 
keeper for the New England Revolution. He's a mm -hmm. Serbian fella uh, for whatever it was, 16 million or dollars, 18 million dollars. So we're looking for the MLS to push our number one goalkeeper. As someone who had a team do that last year, with Matt Turner coming in to be pushing Aaron Ramsdale, doesn't exactly work very well. Doesn't work very well. So, yeah, uh, defense has to be better. Offense has to score. Goalies have to be better. It remarkably reminds me of last year. Remarkably. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, it's nice to have I, the wind out of your sails by the second goddamn game. I always thought it was going to take some time for Chelsea to gel as a team. Just there's mm -hmm. been so much turnover of players compared to last year. New players coming in, still coming in. Like, it's going to be a while, I think, before you guys gel as a team. But you, they look like they're each on different planets right now. Got to score. They, yeah, they do not look good at all. The the game is an easy game. You put the ball in that huge net. Yeah. And they just don't look like they want to threaten that at all. And god damn, Enzo Fernandez. Yeah. Please, okay. Please, God. Never, ever, never, ever, ever, never, ever, never, ever let Enzo take the goddamn penalty again. Unbelievable. I, that's I that's what you need experience. That. You need experience up yeah. there and say, what are you doing? You don't take the ball. Yeah. Someone I saw a tweet turn. that Enzo has played 24 matches for Chelsea and won four of them. Well, thank you. It's thank you. Good. Thank you, Lamps. Thank you, Lamps. He wasn't great. Yeah. Well, no, nah, everybody, everybody, everybody did their part in screwing the team over last year. Uh, Enzo maybe being the one that uh, always seemed to do well. Well, and Tiago Silva. Can't ever say. And Tiago Silva was Tia great. Tiago Silva is the only one out there that I would actually trust, just based on his experience right now. They shouldn't Everybody be playing, else does not look good. Yeah, they shouldn't be playing him at, 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 with a three back and stuff like that. He just has to cover too much space. Now he's thirty nine years old. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. He's he's a tremendous defender. That's a lot of space he has to be at. So. We'll see. Uh, yeah, hopefully we just maybe the maybe the Luton is just what they need. Somebody just maybe. To, hopefully they can just fucking drive it down their throats. Just take no mercy. But you know, yeah. the net's the same size every match. So what are you gonna do? Where uh, was another match played? It was. And I'll say it was an interesting match. I'll it say was, it's, a, yeah. it's a match that maybe should have been more heavily tilted to one side than the other than it actually was. Yeah. Uh, why don't you talk about Arsenal and Crystal Palace? Um, we started with uh, Thomas Party at right back again and Gabrielle on the bench again, which I don't understand what's happening there. There's all these rumors that the, the one of the Saudi teams wants Gabrielle. I, I was going to ask Gabrielle that. is one of the worst ideas we could possibly have because Gabrielle and Saliba, that partnership last year was the cornerstone of everything we we did and I don't understand why we're not playing that right now. It's confusing to me. I was wondering if maybe we started this way again with uh, Tomiyasu at left back and Party at right back because Zinchenko wasn't ready to start. He did come on later in the game, so he's, yeah. he's back, but he wasn't ready to start obviously. Um, but if we don't, our next game's against Fulham, and I don't expect too much from Fulham offensively, but if we, we don't shouldn't. play the back four that we played last year, I'm going to be probably starting to wonder what on earth is going on. Um, Eddie Nketiah playing for Gabriel Jesus. Um, he uh, had a couple of chances. One went off the post, yep. should have scored that. Mm -hmm. And then he had an even better chance where he decided to try to chip the keeper, even though he didn't have room to chip the keeper. Um, should have scored that as well. Yep. Um, but it was nil-nil at halftime, and then we came out into the second half, and Nkedia won us a penalty. Uh, I really liked the way you guys set up for that free kick. I thought it was yeah. really smart, and you just found the space or whatever. Now, uh, I also think that maybe... 
uh, at least at first, I thought that maybe there was going to get called back, especially when it finally went at the VAR. I said, that guy just got brought down. He got brought down. And then I take a look at it and say, maybe he he embellished a little bit there. So I wasn't going to, uh, I wasn't going to get too uh, angered about that. But uh, um, considering what was given as a penalty earlier this weekend, I'm fine with this being a penalty. (laughs) Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, it was, it was a a great run in, and yeah, it was just a keeper late getting out there, gets hands, yeah. And and Palace were just completely switched off, no one was paying any attention. It was, um, like it happened a few times. You guys, a few times, you guys were smart. Uh, you guys, like, Palace just wouldn't wouldn't step on the ball, like, no matter where the foul was. They just like sit back, relax. You guys took the ball and just went. You didn't care. We did. We played quick a number of times, and and that time it paid off. Um, Martin Odegaard stepped up and took the penalty. Um, yeah. Arteta said after the match that he didn't think that Mikel was uh, that Martin was going to take it. He thought Bukayo was going to take it, but then he was fine with the fact that they decided in the moment that Odegaard was going to be the one to take it. Um, scores, and that's the goal. And then after that. Um, we just sort of got, I don't want to say, it's not lazy, but we didn't play with pace after no. that to try mm-hmm. to like push to continue to build on this one. The lead, we sort of sat back and we had the ball go out for a throw in and Kai Havertz went over to get the ball and he just dawdled around with it for a few minutes, tosses it to Tomiyasu, who has the ball for eight seconds, but the referee is like, that's, we've had too much here and books Tomiyasu. So that's his first yellow card. Yeah, you can and thank then, the timid deer for that. Yeah, this one, that one is entirely on Havertz, and quite frankly, I blame Tomiyasu subsequently getting sent off for his second yellow card on the fact that Havertz took too long there. Um, I it wasn't a great it wasn't a great booked. call. It wasn't, it wasn't a great call. It wasn't a great call, and I don't think Tomiyasu should have been booked for the second yellow card either. He barely touched him, and Jordan yeah, Ayew that's, completely that's embellished it. I can understand the throw-in. That was about 25 seconds of waiting the, for the, the ball to come. The throw-in total, but I think the yeah. yellow card should have gone to Havertz, not to Tomiyasu. Yeah. Yeah, but um, the, I don't mind the yellow card for the time-wasting. They're, they're cracking down on that fine. They know yeah. they're cracking down on that. It should have gone to Havertz. He booked Tomiyasu. Yep. But the the one on Jordan Ayew, um, he barely touches him. It's that awful. should not have been a yellow card. It's, it's, but, but Tomiyasu gets sent off. And then we're down to 10 men. I forget how much time's left, but there's a good chunk was, of time left. It was left. at the 67 minute mark. So, yeah. yeah but with, with extra time, you guys played down a man for 30 minutes and you'd never know it. Yeah. Um, we uh, we did really, really well, I thought, when we went down a man. Like, because all the possession went to Palace. Like, there was one point in time, Peter Drury on my broadcast said that Palace had 82% possession since the sending off. Yeah. Um, and uh, Mikel made some substitutions. He f- took off every offensive player we had, and he threw on every defensive player we had on the bench, and uh, it worked. And you and guys know your history. You guys, you guys know your history. You guys will give up a late goal. It, like you guys yep. just don't keep clean sheets. But I thought you guys bared down quite well. I thought Gabrielle was quite. He got. You would get. You see how animated they would get. I was shocked. Yeah. Like it was like a, it was like NFL players and, and like like defensive NFL players the way they get up. They were everything. they were they were yeah. really excited every time they made a play to to keep West uh, Palace from scoring and um, I I was pleased in the end with that aspect of the performance even though I wasn't pleased with why we ended up in that situation because I don't think Tommy Asu should have been sent off. Yeah, but. Um, now, not having Tomiyasu for the game against Fulham, I think that we are going to have to play Zinchenko at left back and hopefully Saliba and Gabrielle in the middle and Ben White at right back. Um, I don't like this Thomas Party at right back experiment. We didn't play like this at all in preseason once, and suddenly now it's the season that we're playing like this. If there's a team to try it out against, I agree, Forrest in the first game. I understand to a certain extent why they did it again here tonight. Uh, in uh, the game against Palace because Zinchenko wasn't ready to start, but and Timber, unfortunately, we lost the ACL injury. Mm-hmm. That is a problem. 
that hopefully doesn't turn into a bigger problem. But I think the fact that we lost Timber to the ACL injury also means we cannot, under any circumstances, sell Gabrielle. I don't think he's disgruntled. I don't think our tennis... He didn't look it. Like, he did not look it on the pitch. He did not look it on the pitch. He was the captain after Odegaard came off, so I don't think that, like, he's been, like set to the side for any sort of like disciplinary reason or anything. Cause I don't think you put the armband on him after that. Like, so I don't know what's been going on, but um, I, I really hope they don't do something stupid to sell him. Arteta has been fighting for his guys. There was all that uh, noise about Thomas party being sold. Uh, he refused to sell him. Uh, I've, maybe that's yeah. the reason why he keeps getting put in. It's like, guys, I believe in this guy or whatever. And it's the same with Gabrielle is it's, it's yeah, this all this is coming late from the Saudis and stuff like that too. But I don't think there's any chance and and hell that Gabrielle goes anywhere in this window. Yeah, I don't uh, think so. yeah. I, th I, think I thought, I I think thought Declan Rice was pretty good tonight as well. He was good. He was good. Uh, again, uh, you know, he wasn't. He didn't uh, uh, change the game at all, but. He wasn't the he wasn't a deficit on the pitch by any means. Uh, he did make the he did make the run that was the pass to Enkedia for the chip over the keeper. Um, he played a slightly different position in midfield than he did last week. Last week he was sort of on like the left side of a diamond. Tonight he was a single pivot. So um, I think they're just still all learning these new systems and what to do with all these players we have at our disposal now. Um, I think Ramsdale was okay in this game. I don't think he, he did anything fine. massive to like s say that he solidified the starting spot over David Raya, but I don't think he did anything terrible to say that we should bring in David Raya next week. Like I, I think it's fine for now. He didn't blow it. That's yeah. all you could ask for him. I think everybody up front did such a good job. Uh, he didn't blow it for them. So there's no way you changed. You, you don't change the yeah. Keepers or whatever, yeah. you keep everything the same. Um, and yeah. I, I think Saliba also uh, had a fantastic tackle in the box. I was, um, uh, I was up in my chair. It says penalty, penalty, because I, I only saw it from the back. It's like for yeah. sure that's a penalty. Uh, but nope. he got the ball. All ball. It's all ball. All ball. Yeah, it was, it was a fantastic was, challenge. It was Something, his mistake to get the ball to. I think that was Ayu, and but then he yeah. recovered well and. Um, I thought I was very, um, I wasn't pleased with all aspects of the performance tonight, but I was definitely um, happy that we got the win. I don't even know if I heard Ezzy's name, you know, maybe once or I twice. I saw him a few times. Yeah, you guys did um, a real good job just shutting him down. Yeah, we did, I think. I don't like it. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, guys, uh, we got a full slate next week. All 10 matches will be played. Uh, Luton will be playing at the bridge, so no excuses for them not to play. Uh, if you want to go back to our predictions from last week, Adelia, something rare happened. I don't think it's ever happened for us before. There okay. was a, a three-way tie. Are you serious? Each of us had six. Okay. Uh, yeah, we each uh, picked a draw that didn't work out, and that's it. Just different draws. You guys picked a, a draw between City and Newcastle. I picked this draw between Spurs and United. And then uh, we all got the Chelsea match wrong and everything else we got right. So I think we did fine. And yeah. I lost my first place in our Patreon, our Patreon uh, uh, Fantasy League to Trevor. Yeah. And I don't like it. Uh, I had, a, I, I guess I had Michael Keane on my back line. Cost me a minus one. So there you go. I have a stupid Neon on the bench, and they automatically subbed him in because Nathan Ake didn't play. So I got oh, points that I didn't expect I was going to get. So I'm fine with it, even though I'm in last. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, that's fine. It's always nice to take yeah. free points. Uh, yeah. yeah, I had Holland, who didn't do anything. Uh, who did I have? I think I had Matoma. He did well. And uh, I'm my, my good buddy, Mbumo. Okay, so uh, we'll go on to predicting next week. Just the two of us now. Just the two of us. There will be a winner, maybe. Uh, Chelsea and Luton. Chelsea. Yeah, it's hard to say, though, right? 
It, it is hard to say, but I just don't have any faith whatsoever in Luton. You could see a draw, can't you? God damn it. That would make me so mad. Uh, I am going to say Chelsea. Uh, Burnmouth is at home to uh, rejuvenated Spurs that don't just look for one guy to score anymore. I think Spurs probably will win that. I think they I don't want them to. They've looked good, much better than Burnmouth. Uh, you get Arsenal. You get to take on Fulham at home. I think we'll win. You think you'll win that one? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you could rest half your guys. Tell me I soon to miss. It's this one because they got nobody. They cannot yeah. score. Yeah. They're terrible. Uh, could be an interesting match between Brentford and Palace. Um, yeah, but I'm going to go Brentford. I'm going Brentford as well at home. Uh, I think, yeah, that, that's a game that could find a bucket full of goals, maybe. Now, this mat, next match may be the one to watch, uh, just because uh, it could be like the bottom of the barrel scraping against each other. Uh, Everton and Wolves. Sorry, do I have that I'm one? Gonna, yeah, I got that one. I'm going to go draw on that one, I think. Somebody, you'd imagine somebody has to win, right? God you would damn. think, but I just don't know who, so I'm going to go draw. They both look I think that, so awful this weekend. I think you're smart. To, I'm I'm not smart. I think Everton can score a goal. They just have the guys to score. I think a lot and, of like, people will score goals like, in that game. The defenses a, of these teams are terrible. That's true. Well, so, yeah, Again, Wolves have to get somebody in front to score. Like I don't know where they're going to get goals from, but yeah. Uh, I'm going to take Everton. If Everton's defense plays the way that they did this weekend, Wolves yeah. will score. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, United take on Forest. Is that Old Trafford? United. Yeah. Oh. I would love it if Forest would take something out of that game, though. I'm going to say draw. Okay. I'm going to say Man U isn't up to speed yet. And Forest can score. Uh, if they counterattack well, they can beat them. But yeah, that's what did they win? One game on the road last year. So who knows? That's probably a poor yeah. pick for me. But we'll see. Uh, Brighton gets to stay at home and take on West Ham. Brighton. Yeah, Brighton's going to win. They sure can score. Uh, we got Burnley versus a renewed Aston Villa. Um, I'm going to go Villa. Coming in with the week off. Burnley at home at the turf more. But I think Villa's going to win as well. Uh, <laughs> in, uh, yeah, one of the easiest calls that we'll get this year, Sheffield United and Man City. City. Yeah. Uh, okay. To close out the week, we got a what could be a possible barn burn: Newcastle and Liverpool. That should be a good one. Is it in Newcastle? Yes, it's at St James Park. I think I might go Newcastle on that one. I'm going to go with them as well. I was thinking maybe a draw because maybe uh, uh, they got found out or whatever in that match against City, but. Uh, yeah, I think I think there's enough there for Newcastle uh, to beat Liverpool. Uh, yep. Yeah, they just have to drop. Don't let, even look at that game. Just look at the game they played against Villa. Mm -hmm. The answer is there, probably. Probably. Mm -hmm. um, you said this wasn't going to be an hour show, but it, it is an hour show. Yeah, I'm a huge liar now. I did get I did get a little too upset with a certain team. I knew if I, I could, that could happen. Oh well. Hopefully next week I'll, I'll just say nice things, and it'll be two hour show. <laughs> <laughs> no. Mm -mm. Um, snack where can people find you? Uh, you can find me here on Let's Get Ready Network. Well, on the on the entertainment side, uh, you can watch uh, Ferris and I talk about Winning Time. The uh, 
the Max, I guess you don't. It's not HBO Max anymore. It's Max. No, it's just Max. Show. Yeah, but the rise of the Lakers dynasty. So we get to talk basketball. We talk about the show, but uh, yeah, usually we talk basketball more. I thought the show should have been maybe over on the highlights, but here we go. And then you'll find me here with you every week on uh, uh, starting eleven. You also find me on Twitch Sundays, LGRN after Snark with our buddy Danny. Uh, the Brazilian guy that uh, uh, barely made it by with only having seven or eight full-time employees in his house at all times. Can't believe he had full-time employees at his house when he was a kid. But Unbelievable. Anyways, if you want to learn more about that, uh, you can listen to LGR and After Snark on our audio feed. The links are in the description. Um, it's on the entertainment feed. Um, and you can find um, me also on Fridays with Ferris, 8 p.m. Pacific on the Entertainment Channel, doing the open table. This week we have Jose and Brodney from Lunch Break Hot Take Ooh, coming like on the show, guys. so that'll be fun. Uh, be talking some sports on the Entertainment Channel, I'm sure, so <laughs> that'll be interesting. But uh, check us out over there on Friday nights, and we will be back here next Tuesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, on the Highlights Channel with another Starting 11. Until next time. We're out.